Hi, and welcome to the Online Education Pod, a weekly podcast about online and digital by Zuma. I'm Doug, and this week I spoke to Zuma's tech lead, Jacob Tornier, about product information management systems, or PIM systems, and how they're implemented at B2B companies. Now, PIM systems are sometimes the kind of thing that strike fear into the hearts of uh, B2B companies. You just mention a PIM system project and people tend to think of endless planning workshops and a painful integration that in the end doesn't actually produce the desired result. I wanted to get around all those ideas and look at the facts around PIM systems, which is why I spoke to Jacob. He's been involved in quite a few PIM system implementations for our customers. So I wanted to find out what the benefits of a PIM system are, first of all, what an implementation actually looks like in practice, and what approach a company like yours should take if you're having problems keeping track of your product information. I hope you enjoy it, and let's get started. So, uh, welcome, Jacob. Welcome back to the online notification pod. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fantastic. Happy to be here. Last time you spoke to Alex, I think, and it was just kind of a get to know you kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Today, we're going to cover something a bit more concrete, something a bit scarier for many people, PIM systems, product mm. information management, um, which is a topic I thought we should take up because it's often when these things kind of like, you know, a, a CRM project or something that people, um, you know, think of as like a, a big deal, one of these time consuming, really uh, eternal projects sometimes. And it's also something that's uh, relevant for a lot of our customers and the kind of companies we deal with. So, um, and of course, I thought we should invite you having been involved in some um, implementations of these kinds of systems before. So, um, so the first question, I guess, um, Maybe people will know already if they're listening to a podcast about PIM systems. But what is a PIM system? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a big question to say what it is, <laughs> but it, it's a lot of things. Uh, yeah. But uh, basically, it's I mean it's a big database of all your products uh, in the end. But of course, you need to work with your with your products. So what a PIM system often uh, will give you is ways to, for example, organize all your products. You you want them, put them in different categories and subcategories and so on to to be able to, to make sense, both for you, your internal organization and for your customers. Uh, and also uh, you probably will need to, to edit a lot of information in, uh, about your products, uh, different properties and characteristics of uh, the products. and. Also, in the end, you will probably want to send all of these product data somewhere. Uh, maybe you want it on on your website or on your e-commerce, or maybe you want to put it on, you sell them on Amazon, for example, or you have a fancy brochure that you want to publish that contains all your products. And uh, a PIM system will often help you doing just that to publish a specific set of products to a specific channel. I would say that is the... Short explanation of a PIM system. Yeah, in brief. Um, and we spoke a little bit about um, PIM systems in the past. And um, my thought before was that PIM systems are really important if you have lots of products as a company. And, you know, we have some customers who have, if you list all their products, it would be, you know, hundreds or thousands or something. Whereas for maybe companies that have a, a, a smaller range of just those core products and Maybe it's not so important, but um, 
that's maybe not the case, right? Definitely, it depends on more than just the number of products. Uh, it's um, it's a combination of, of course, number of products is one important factor. If you only have like three products, and, and a lot of companies that are startups, they only sell one or two things uh, and just on one product. And maybe for them, a PIM system is nothing they need. So, of course, the number of products is, is one rather important factor. But I also would say that uh, it's also how complex your products are. If they contain a lot of information and characteristics and uh, they have a lot of images and documentation to them and, and relations between products and so on, that's also a very important factor. And then uh, also whether or not you are planning to reuse your data in multiple channels. Uh, if you just want them in one place, then maybe you can't save it that much. Um, then you could think about having your, your data in, in the very end system that you're going to use it in. Or, but if you plan to have them in, in multiple places, then of course that is also a very important uh, factor deciding upon whether or not to have a PIM system. So I think it's yeah, it's a combination of uh, multiple factors. Yeah, just my thought was kind of based on um, place I used to work, which manufactured industrial machines and that kind of thing, kind of typical B two B company. And when I was there, there were discussions about a PIM system, and I remember some of the thinking was. Well, we don't really have that many products. We had we had these machines, and you know, if you look to the product list that we had on the site, there were maybe twenty or twenty-five or something, which doesn't seem that hard to to manage, you know. But when you think about it, for each product, there was a different variation. Like, you know, there was uh, different sizes or different types of fuel and different features, you know, different kind of add-ons and attachments that you could have and stuff. And very quickly, when you take all that into account, you do get into like hundreds of different iterations of of the same set of, of yeah. products so i guess that is very common and and exactly what you mentioned now people may refer to number of products but i mean a pim system will also contain just all of those variations um, sometimes those are called just variations or articles or items but uh, they are all the same thing but of course uh, if you have a lot of those that's uh, just as important as the number of products you have the system will need to keep all of that data yeah and on the projects where, that you've worked on before, what sort of problems has the PIM system uh, solved or aimed to solve? Yeah, I would think the biggest problem that most customers are, are struggling with is probably that they have their product data in, in different places. So a PIM system is an option to get all of your data, just have one source of information. I think that is um, the single biggest thing that it, it, it solves for, for at least those customers that we work with. But then uh, it will also give you other things that are good for you and, and things like it, it will raise the quality of data because that you now only have one place to, to edit your data. You, you, will, you can't end up in, in, uh, in situations where you forgot to update one system that you managed to, to change in, in another system and so on. So that's also a, a, a big um, thing for for most of our customers as well i would say yeah now i can recognize that thinking about my old job again whenever something needed to be updated or there was a new product it was the website and brochures like you mentioned and configurator and then there were all these images that had to be in the right place and you know in all the different languages as well of course we maybe 10 or 15 different languages and all the updates need to be made on the local sites as well so i guess from a marketer's point of view it's uh, you save a lot of work, but I guess also a lot of potential for making mistakes or you know not updating something that needs to be updated and things like that. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely true. And also, I would say to to if you have a lot of products or variations, um, then you will probably it will probably be difficult for a person who maybe who's new to the company to to find uh, all your products and variations. So a PIM system really helps with that as well. I would say to to give you search capabilities that you would probably not have in, in other systems to to be able to filter out uh, what you're looking for. Yeah. And obviously you've been involved in uh, implementing systems like this before, but, and it would be tempting to think for, for your, a company that thinks, all right, it's time for us to, to get all our product information into one of these systems that um, it can just be handed over to, to someone like you and then you produce a fantastic system by the next day or something. But, you know, all that information needs to come from somewhere and, I guess it's at the end of the day, it's the order, the customer or the, the person who orders the, the job that has to be responsible for that, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not one person. Um, it's usually a lot of uh, people within the organization uh, that needs to come up with uh, information about the products and, and how they are categorized within the company. But then we at Summa, we are probably good at giving the other perspective, the outside perspective of, of the customer and, and uh, what they are probably looking for in, in a product. So um, it's a combination of, of um, a joint effort here to come up with um, all of the information that we need about the products and that should be in the system um, and how they should be categorized. And um, that requires some work uh, in order to get that uh, done. And once that is decided upon, uh, then of course you need to actually add all the information in the system about all the products, and, and that usually takes some time as well. And is that usually done like manually, populating all that information? Or some of the information can can be automatic. For like for example, if you have a, an existing ERP system with all your um, articles and variations in, uh, you can start off by importing those, uh, so you have something to start with. But if you you normally don't have all of that, if you call it technical information about the things like size and color and stuff like that uh, in, in just one system since before. So usually you end up doing at least some of their work manually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's probably quite a good exercise as well for the company to actually finally gather all this information in one place because probably it all exists somewhere, but it's spread out over a bunch of different sources. It is, it is, uh, and it usually it gives some uh, new ideas to them. And also in, in discussion with us and, and so on, you, you you might end up know, understanding that you probably need some more information about your product that you don't have today and uh, work on ideas on how to add that. Hmm. And I guess also you need, needs to be lots of different departments from the company who are involved, you know, because again, if I think back, if we're thinking about industrial machines or something like that, from my perspective as a marketing person, it'd be, you know, the important stuff would be like all the images and brochures and descriptions and stuff. But maybe for sales, it would be like kind of the technical info. And for someone else, it, it might be, you know, some other uh, field that I haven't even thought of yet. Um, do you often find that that like you need to kind of cover cover everyone Absolutely. really to make sure the system it, works out? very common that this is the exact what the situation that you end up in that different people want to to showcase different information about the products and, and you need to to make one we used to call it or we we, we call it the, the data model um mm -hmm. which is what you create uh, when you decide on on how all of these properties on on a product should uh, which should exist and and how they should be presented 
in the end. And all the relations between different uh, products and categories and, and between products and so on. Uh, all of that is like put together in what we call it the, the data model. Uh, and, and, and different areas within your organization will definitely say that uh, this is more important or mm. this is more important and so on. So you need to combine that into one. Yeah. Um, in the projects you've worked on, is there anything that usually creates problems, like kind of challenges that these companies run into during, uh, during the impl- implementation or during the setup? There is definitely some about just getting all the information in. Uh, and they might realize that uh, things like images, for example, are not up to date uh, when they have to create images for all the products and, and variations. Or so um, there could be other things like um, technical documentation that might not exist on everything and so on. So usually it's, uh, it's an eye opening uh, f- for the company to realize what they are maybe missing as of today um, when they have to put every product into that kind of same data model and decide which of the information should we actually fill for this product, which should we not use. And also uh, another challenge is sometimes where you want to to put your data. Uh, do you want to send it to your website or do you want to use it on your e-commerce site or do you want to integrate it with Amazon, as I mentioned before? Those steps to to actually to channel your, your data to, to different places, uh, that could also be a challenge. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a lot of preparation, really, it sounds like, before you can actually start populating the system and doing the actual setup quite a long period of, you know, just getting everything ready, I suppose. It doesn't have to be very long, but yeah, there is some preparations about deciding about what we call the the data model. But once that is done, then, of course, you can start populate in in the system long before you have to use it anywhere. But then in the end, you probably is one of the reasons why you bought the system in the first place is because you want to use your data in, in, in somewhere. You want to show, show it for your customers or so on. Mm, yeah. And I just realized that this whole time I've been saying such a long period and so much preparation and stuff. And I, just because I, I think that's kind of the, the thing that people think about when it comes to, uh, you know, implementations like this. But is that fair? Do you think that, it's, that it has to be a, a super long, uh, difficult process? Or? I would say... Uh, Typical implementation period for, for deciding about this model, usually done in, in a number of workshops uh, where you gather uh, all the people that need to be in there. That could be done in weeks. And then depending on totally on how much product you have, products you have and, and in what state the data is in today, populating um, all your products, that can take anywhere from, uh, from one month up to half year, depending, as I said, on how much products you have. Yeah, so I guess it's, you know, how many resources and how much time you have to devote to it and whether you want to, you know, rip the plaster off straight away or uh, or try and fit it in around other things, I suppose. Um, good. Is there is there anything you would say maybe to a company who's, I don't know, maybe been sitting on their hands for a while and thought, yeah, we would really benefit from a, from a PIM system and, okay, it's time to get started, like going into a, a project like this is there any kind of tips or advice you would uh, you would want to give them start off by contacting us yeah <laughs> uh, no but really uh, no but uh, of course the, all the things I, I mentioned before that um, 
you have to kind of analyze your your situation if you if you what will you do with the system what will you do with the data once it's in there is it for your own beneficial or is, if it is it to then put it out to to different places um how complex is your data could it be managed in in some other way or do you need a, a prim system to do it there there is um these questions that need to be asked uh, before you just decide that yeah we need a pim system and um, i think suma is, is a good partner to to have those discussions with mm. Mm. yeah but i guess if you recognize that you know you have a lot of challenges managing product information and keeping it updated and keeping everyone in the loop then maybe that is a good reason to to look into it at least yeah absolutely great well thank you very much jacob for uh, chatting with me today and shedding some yeah. light on this uh, topic I think it's great. Hopefully people don't think it's as scary as, uh, as they might've done in the beginning, but you can never know. All right. We'll All right. see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.